This week's episode of The Curious Podcasts is brought to you by you, our valued listeners. If there are any topics you would like to hear us talk about, you can submit your suggestions at curious.podcasts at gmail.com. Also, if you want to show us some love and support, why not pop over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the curious podcasts. So yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter who's starting. I mean, you can start if you want. Well, you know, it's like every week there's an argument about something. Why can't you just make your mind up about something? Why don't you put just that little bit of effort in like I do? I've got too much Gemini in my Pisces. Fuck off. Right. Well, I guess I'll start. Makes a change. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not as if I put a whole hour of my life out last night to write this. I suppose it's better than putting your back out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm Lawless, apparently. And I'm Dr. Trusifer, definitely. I do football. Right. <laughs> God, it sounds like a continuation of the argument that I got cut short last week. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Keep going. Commitment. Um, mm-hmm. I'll have you commit. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's great. you could write that down, actually. Well, you know, like I do. I write stuff down. Now. I don't write stuff down. Mm-hmm. I, I oh, clearly, you know. Yeah. No, I, t- I type it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll type that. In. Right. So, what are you talking about, Dean? I'm talking about. Oh, wait, I'm not finished. Um, today we've got a. <laughs> we've got Richie's corner, and we've got a guest or two. Jedward from X Factor. Do you know my Jedward? Of course, he's the way everyone does. I wish I didn't. So I'll be expecting a phone call from them, and uh, I'll hand it over to you, Joe. I am so grateful. Oh, so you, 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 you're really serious about this Richie's Corner thing being a regular thing, aren't you? Uh, well, may as well. That's the only thing you're Do you serious like about. It, like? Well, as long as you censor it a bit. Someone's actually said something nice about you this week. That has to be fake. Okay. Well, I've got a couple of fun facts for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about Project Bluebeam this week. Mm-hmm. But before that, a few episodes back, we got talking about remote viewing. I think it was when we were talking about the Montauk Project. Yeah. Now, uh, you asked... Well, you... you I, th- I think you asked. I don't know, you might have just said or you might have asked... About remote viewing being able to see through time. Mm-hmm. Oh, the um, oh, there's a thing that the Vatican apparently has called the Chronovisor or something. I'm, 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 I'm familiar with it. Yes, um, that I mean that could be that could be a topic for next week. Mm-hmm. But there is a differentiation between what the Montauk Project was doing. The, with the well, the CIA, the US government, with the remote viewing, and the ability to see through time. Remote viewing is specifically about seeing through space. Mm-hmm. When you're able to see through time as well, that's less remote viewing and more clairvoyance. Like premonition stuff and that? Uh, yes, yeah, uh, premonitions where you can see through space and time. Uh-huh. Uh, that that's what clairvoyance is, where you can see through space and or time, where remote viewing is limited to just seeing through space. 
because it's all in present time. So I did mean to do this a couple of weeks back, uh, doing the clarification on it. Um, I, I just kept forgetting. Guess I'm just not uh, committed and dedicated. <coughs> well, it can't all be like me. Yeah. Thankfully. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. So th there is the uh, long-promised clarification on the difference between remote viewing and being able to see through time. Right. So, it actually fits quite nice into fun fact number one. Mm-hmm. the door, comes in. Yes, uh, you'll need to unlock it. So, obviously, what what I'm talking about there is dealing with Cold War era yeah. stuff. Well, fun fact number one is dealing with Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm-hmm. And now you're thinking, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Cold War, what the hell, Drew? It turns out that the Invasion of the Body Snatchers was uh, propaganda, mm -hmm. uh, as things have tended to be over in the, in the States uh, with the media. Yep. And the, the idea behind it was the fear of sleeper agents. Oh, so, like, yeah, Russians yeah. trained to think, breathe, and talk like an American, like living in American society until they get activated. MK Ultra, really, isn't it? It's like a deprogramming, and then a certain trigger, and it wakes the agent up. Uh, it depends on which version of it you're looking at. Traditional, there was sleep at agents. It's not like the program, the way like MK Ultra was looking at uh, programming people with, with mind control. It's less about mind control. It, it's not where... They created like a fake persona that was in control. That that's more Hollywood stuff, mm -hmm. where where traditionally it would be a case of you know they they're just acting as this oh, right, fictional right. character that's been thought up for them to portray themselves as until the day they're given the activation orders yeah. and then they actually go ahead and do what they were sent over to do in the first place so if you're looking at Hollywood yeah total mind control they don't even know who they are but in reality they knew who they were which is kind of spies like well that, that's exactly what a super agent is a spy right. you know it, it's all about espionage I mean there might have been cases where they were experimenting with the mind control element of it so that they didn't even know who that they were Russian spies yeah. You know, maybe that's something that can be looked into in a later episode. Mm -hmm. But whether it's just a... a Fucking a, seagulls. I know, you would think we're back at the beach. But it could either be, you know, it could be either, you know, like the, like whether it be the Hollywood version or it's just a case of, like, you know who you really are, but this is who you're going to pretend to be. And once you hear, get, get the phone call with this word... Then you ditch that identity and you be you again, and you do the mission we're sending you over to do. Yeah, that's quite believable. Yeah, you know that that that's a more believable one. But that's where invasion of the body snatchers came from was the idea of the enemy impersonating our own people. Right. So there you go. Fun fact number one. Oh, that's pretty cool. So no chance you're one of them. 
<laughs> so it's your one either. I forget who I was. Surprised you remember today. Uh, I sat in the lawn. Right. Uh, it's still you, wasn't it? I suppose so, yeah, unless uh, Jadward calls. Oh, forgot about Jadward, I. Give them a call, see where they're at. Right, let's get before. Talk about timing, wow. Hello, Jedward. Yeah. He's on your way? Oh, why? Uh, it's not my fault. Well, you should always keep your passport safe, to be fair. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, hey, hey. Hey, don't talk to me, Dad. Hey, sure, sure, fuck off. Put put Edward on the phone. Put Edward on the phone. Edward? Yeah, fuck you. Put John back on. Yeah, John? Fuck you. Yeah, okay, right, we'll try next week. Right, no problem. Bye. You know you got blood all over your arm? Or is that just, like, tomato sauce? Uh, I don't know. No, I wasn't on about the squiggly line, that's clearly pen, but it's like above it, sort of like there, like a line going along, it looks like. This is great, great content. <laughs> but what do you expect? We're trying to get Jedward on. Very aggressive. I had the Irish on That's a uh, bit of a stereotype, isn't it? Actually, that's a good point. Especially when you're holding a bottle of beer on your hand. <laughs> I just fancied a nice cold Budweiser. Mm -hmm. Or two. Mm -hmm. Seeing as you don't drink. Nah. Right, that's number one finished. Okay, fun fact number two. You remember the game Lemmings? Oh, aye. Yeah. Now, what, what, what's... Now, can I remember the stereotype around lemmings at about the time the game came out? They were just idiots or not? Yeah, they, they would just go and just like jump off a cliff and commit suicide. Oh, yeah. You know that was actually a lie told by Disney. Disney? Disney. Why? So there was a documentary that... Wait, as in lemmings, them little things on the game, yeah? Yeah, which are based on the real-life lemmings. What's real-life lemmings? I'll show you. Well, they don't wear clothes, that's for starters. Ooh. So there you go, there, there, there's a real-life lemming. Oh. Right there. Look, look. nothing like what they wore on the game. No. Cute little rodent, no green hair, no blue robes, or whatever. So did Disney make that game? No. But the game was based on a lie... Told by Disney hmm. that everybody fell for. Uh, and I'm trying to remember what the name of that documentary was. It looks like a little hamster. I think it's part of the Roden family. Right, let's have a look. Quite nice. No, no. <laughs> Calm your passions. Fuck off. Calm your passions. Right, well, as as Joe's doing something that he didn't actually prepare. Oh, oh, are you got it? Are you got it? No. no. Uh, there we go. Now, now we're talking. Right. I'm just, um, there we go. So, it was a documentary called 
well, a nature documentary called White Wilderness. Uh-huh. And let's have a quick double check. When did that come out? God, the game must be a can of AIDS now. 1991, when the game came out. Fucking the hell. documentary came out in 1958. So that that's how old the lie is. I only remember uh, Lemons for the PS1. It's older than the PS1. I didn't realise it went further back. That was a PC game originally. Yeah. Um, now, for starters, do lemons run and jump off a cliff? Probably not. Yes, they do. Really? When being chased by a predator. Well. And the only reason they'll jump off like, like a cliff edge is if there's water below because they can swim. Nice. So they do not jump to their death. What happened in the 1958 documentary, the film crew, the production crew, you know, they were watching them, you know, great. And then they decided to chase them so they could get footage of them all jumping off the cliff. So so they set it up, they, they deliberately set it up to tell a lie. Why though? Why would they get? What would they get out of that? Not it. And I, I, I don't have an answer to that. You know, it's, I mean, I think Disney's probably been behind a number of lies that have been told over the years. You know, they're, they're, well, they've got influence. I mean, if a lie's set you when you were a kid, probably you're going to believe it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the best time that, uh, I think it's the first, first seven years of your life or something. You're the, that's when you're... The most impressionable. And you get most of your values and stuff on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so. Yeah, because, I mean, the brain's still... that that That's when it's doing the majority of its developing. Really. You're a sponge at that point, aren't you, really? Yeah, and uh, like all, all the neural pathways are still being formed during that time. I think mine are still forming. You're under the false impression that you have any to begin with. The doctor says I'm due them any day, though. Along with puberty. He said I should hit it any day now. What, with a brand new penis? Sure. <laughs> yeah, so... But yeah, there you go. Uh, fun fact number two. Lemmings are not suicidal. It was a hoax perpetuated by Disney. Well, Disney, if you're listening, get a foot in life, will you? Dickheads. Right. I feel already I need to give my voice a little bit of a break. Which you want which is calling already? Yeah, I mean, I know I've still got Project Bluebeam to talk about, but um, uh, why, why, why don't we do... Break it up, innit? Yeah, let's break it up. Let's, let's do Rich Talk. After Project Bluebeam, I've got nothing to talk about anyway, other than Word of the Week. Right. Okay, so we've got some fan mail from Mrs. Talia, a Jenna Talia. Really? What? She's from Yorkshire. Uh, She's 66, married, with six grown up kids. Um, uh, She's her husband now, Mike. Um, 
all the kids are growing up and stuff. Uh, so they start listening to the show on Friday afternoons in our conservatory. Mm. I must admit, we do get a bit freaky while you listen to the show. Good for you. Must be your voice. Yeah. Must be your voice, huh? Um, and last week, I was just at the good part. Was just about to arrive, and Richie played that silly music from Richie's corner. We both burst out laughing, and my husband threw his back out. What a waste of a Viagra! But no harm done. Can I please have a picture of a signed picture of Pods? And a picture of Richie's flaccid member. P.S. Why is Joe Wanger? No, the, the, are, are you sure you're not getting the end of her message mixed up with the end of uh, last week's message? Because that was uh, identical. No, it's it's strange, isn't it? How everyone just wants a picture of your flaccid member and wants to know why I'm a wanger. Yeah, and the same picture of Pods. I mean, well, the same picture of Pods that I can fully understand. I mean, it's Pods. I mean, our listeners haven't even seen Pods. We've seen Pods. He's, he's adorable. We've been barely seen him. Never been back. No, I should give him next door. I'm not going to see if I can uh, kidnap him. Just borrow him on Thursday afternoon. I'm actually thinking about uh, giving next door. I'm not going to see if I can do that. <laughs> should you know? Right, so this one is a, um, it's a Ask Richie, like a Dear type scenario. Um, oh, that should be good. Just wet the old whistle there. Right. So this one's from Jacob from Sweden. Hello, Richie. Quick question here. If you were a werewolf, would you still buy orange juice? Um, probably not. No. Do you even buy orange juice to begin with? Why not? But no, if I was a werewolf, I probably wouldn't. No. You just uh, use your insane strength to break the break door down and steal it instead. I'll just squeeze oranges with me, with me claws or whatever. The hell. So you'd still have orange juice. You just wouldn't be paying for it anymore. <laughs> uh, we've got one here from Mike Etteris from New York, uh, and this is a quick one actually. This is for you, Drew. Why is Drew Wanga? That is a mystery that is today yet to be solved. That's strange. Right. All this we know one, is that Drew is a wonder. This one is from Carrie Mysack from Liverpool. Hello, Richie. I'm a business owner. I'm recently hiring due to my short staff. Uh, I have received loads of CVs and even done a couple of interviews. And I have to admit, that the most qualified for the job is a cat. That wasn't me. No. I don't mean to be judgmental or anything, but I've heard bad things about them. That they are terrible employees and really bad assistants. What should I do? You can answer this one as well if you want. Uh, I'm going to answer it and say, just give up and accept the fact that the cat's going to be your boss anyway. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and hire the, hire the cat. And then you might as well quit because once a cat's there, the cat is always in charge. In ancient Egypt, they worshipped cats like gods. What the rule by cats? 
Um, I don't know if they were like actually ruled by cats, but they certainly behaved as if they were being ruled by cats because they 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 saw cats as the as embodiments of gods. Yeah, like the gods' avatars. You know, they, they are the uh, I, they were seen as guardians of the underworld as well. Well, they keep um, a bit like evil spirits away, don't they as well? Yeah, warding off evil spirits. Uh, and we actually have our own version. Well, see, we have our own version. Christianity has its own version. Um, so I suppose by way I would probably say like modern Western world, uh-huh. uh, but it, it is something that's, I think I think is specific Christianity. What's something that you tend to see on the top of churches? Gargoyles. Gargoyles. You know, and, and people who don't know, they'll see a gargoyle and they think, "Ooh, demon, bad, evil." No, 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 no. no. Gargoyles. Scary, though, aren't they? To well, yeah. scare them off. Yeah, but the gargoyles are there to ward off the evil spirits and the demons to try and keep them down below at bay yeah keep, keep them at bay you know, so I, I suppose in a way every sort of like culture and religion has got their own version of it you know Egypt was cats Christianity uh, Christianity gargoyles and who knows with the others yeah uh, I did write a few little things down about cats Um. Cats make terrible, terrible assistants. Well, yeah, we've I had a cat assistant stuff. once and it did not work well. Uh, the power mod, mm-hmm. you give them a little bit of a little bit of power and that's it, it's over. Yeah. Uh, they're lazy, sexist, angry, lie in stupid places. And, and it's not so much the fact that they might turn up for work. Except they mightn't leave, you know. Yeah, they might just stay there. But, but out of that list, there's one that I have to question you about. Mm-hmm. How are cats sexist? Have you met a cat? Cats well, yeah. don't care what gender you are, or who you are, or what you've done. They just hate everyone. Well, yeah, that's the opposite of sexism. No, but they make a point of it. Well, no, because sexism is if they were here, if they were. So like looking down on one gender in particular over the other. No, these just judge one of them. Yeah, but that, that, that's not sexism. Listen, right? I did not spend an hour and a half of my life researching cats, right? For you to pull me up on sexist. Do you only search cats or sexist? No, but what you said there, the way you've described that there, is the complete opposite of what sexism is. I didn't write this joke. Then who did? You just said you you just said that those were no. I wrote I wrote some bullet points. Uh-huh. But, uh, it's a well-known fact that cats are sexist. No, it's not. Well, maybe you don't know. But okay, that's all. I'm, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to prove you wrong. Oh yeah, because Google's going to know, isn't it? Oh yeah. Well, if you're right, I can use Bing instead or Yahoo. I don't give a fuck what you. Are cats sexist? I suppose some can't be good. No, hang on, hang on. No. <laughs> I suppose some cats can be sexist. Good. Um, one one of your one of your uncles uh, had at one point a dog that was racist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's strange. Yeah. No, I mean. But as a whole, in general, cats are not sexist. I had a dog, um, oh, I know that. who 
didn't have any time for me, even though I loved that thing to bits. But he was all for me girlfriend. Maybe he just doesn't like cats. Maybe he just didn't like me. <laughs> but I was like, he seemed to be more of a woman's dog. Which was annoying. What was that dog? Maybe it's because she had a more dominating um, persona about her. So she, she came across more as an alpha than you did. I don't think it was so much alpha, because it was like... Is it just used to like the kiss and stuff and made a big deal about her walking in? It's like, I feed you, you little shit. So yeah, yeah, so before Joe got on about that, um, cats aren't great people to employ, okay, so if I'm honest. Listeners, what do you think? Are cats sexist? Send your answers in to curious.podcats at gmail.com and we'll read out the results next week, if there are any. Oh, I'm pretty sure there will be, Joe. You can, you can bet all the money in the world you will have a response next week. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, so am I. I am. I'm looking forward to it. So, is that the end of Richard's Corner for this week? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. End of that question was, P.S. Why is Joe Wagner? You know what? I'm starting to see why they're asking this question now, you know. I know, you've known me a lot longer than they have. Mm-hmm. And I still ask myself this question. And you will still get the same answer. It is a mystery. Board. Right, hold on. Project Bluebeam. Project Bluebeam. Wrong! Now, I'm not going to get into the ins and outs of Project Bluebeam. There's quite a, no- quite a number of podcasts at the moment who are getting into Project Bluebeam, who are yeah. looking into it. It is getting more and more coverage at the moment. I don't know why there's a sudden resurgence in it. It's because of the weather balloons and the UFO sightings. I see. It's been, are you on about the things that have been getting shot down in America lately? Yeah, and then there's been loads of UFO sightings. And it's like, and now the government's like, oh yeah, UFOs are real. It's like, well, we know. We've been telling you that for the last 50 odd year, you know? Yeah. But what was it? Project Blue Room was like a, a four step plan, wasn't it? Um, what I know about that is. That they were going to fake some kind of alien invasion. I think that was. I think that was towards the end. Um, it's basically to. You're going to see gods in the sky and stuff. Yeah, so like all 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 the gods of all the different religions would be as holograms in the sky, right. and then they would all merge into one one world one, religion. Yeah, and one being. Will form a new religion, uh, which would then result in a new world order. Yes, um, there would be a fake alien invasion, as well as during the time of all the gods appearing as holograms in the sky to the point where they'll get merged together. Uh, there would be, I suppose, in a way, type of like subliminal messaging or mind control being implemented through the use of technology. Uh, mobile phones, so I, I suppose well, I could. T- I suppose I could tie into the whole five G conspiracy theory. You know, careful. But... Oh no, they might. I don't care if they're listening. You know, it, it's things like that. You know, the advancements in technology bring it do bring it closer and closer to where something like Project Blue Beam can be made a reality. And 
and for anyone who doesn't know, uh, it is the Project Bluebeam is a theory that was put forward by Serge Manast, and it's supposed to be a group effort between the United Nations and NASA that are doing it. Now, one theory about how they were going to be able to put the holograms into the sky. Now, we know that they've been sending up more and more and more satellites mm-hmm. over the years. You know, and especially with private agencies like SpaceX, um, sending things up so it's not even government related. Yeah. So um, people are going to say, oh, well, you know, Elon Musk, he's got money. He could be in on it. You know, he, he could be part of this New World Order government. You know. But it would be a case of, okay, so the technology for projecting the holograms is up there. Could be could be up there. But how would they get the images to stay in the sky? Drones. No, not drones. It goes back to maybe a decade ago. Um, you know, I'm at, we're at that point in our lives where the concept of time is just whatever. Chemtrails. Oh, yes. Yeah. So the chem- so the the, the so one of the theories out there is that chemtrails would be getting used to, so like hold the image of yes. the holograms in the sky. Uh-huh. You know. Uh, so yeah. So, so we've got the fake alien invasion, new world order, the, all the religion thing. But there was also that they were going to fake the rapture. Yes. And there was going to be... Uh, well, that's kind of what it is, really, isn't it? Because, like, the rapture, Jesus comes down on... Yeah, well, that, that, that's yeah. all about the second coming. And I'm going to get a bit more into that side of things in, in a moment. Um, and another part of it was going to be that be that the, the development of seismic technology. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean technology created... To be able to induce earthquakes like, at specific locations. That's been about for a while, I've heard. And I'm going to come back to that as well. And what would happen is that where the they, they would pick where the earthquakes would happen, and they would go and look. Like, oh, look at these ancient relics that have been unearthed oh. by the seismic activity. And say, oh, these ancient relics are totally contradicting everything yes. that every religion knows to be true. And we did not put them here. Not at all. We have never seen these before in our lives. Which, if you can't guess by the tone of our voices, that would all be faked. The ancient relics would be fake. Now... I haven't looked into this... The whole thing, really, about the technology for pinpoint for pinpoint accuracy assessment activity for inducing it. However, there is a film that uses it mm-hmm. called The Call. Oh yeah, oh, I've seen that. You know, where the, the, the you know the, the technology is produced in order to be able to create earthquakes anywhere else in the world that you want. You know, it's the next level of mutually assured destruction. Yeah. Gone on from nuclear missiles to that's just earthquake our enemies to death. So there is that. So that's already in place in films. 
Now, another one, and another thing that's interesting is that, which leads me to believe Project Bluebeam is a load of hogwash. Is that in Star Trek, originally, um, there was a movie that was going to be getting done that Gene Roddenberry wanted done, and he got told no. I'm trying to think it was 1975 oh there we go 1975 so the script was done uh, it was it was, and it would have been called The God Thing which seemed a lot similar to what was said in the Project Bluebeam conspiracy theory and then again in 1991 in Star Trek The Next Generation there was an actual episode done called The Devil's Jew mm-hmm. which, you get, which used the idea from The God Thing yeah. But Project Bluebeam didn't come about. The, the idea of Project Bluebeam didn't come about until, what was it? I think it was 1994 when he published the book. 1995. So about 94, 95, he, he comes out with the book, of, the book detailing. Uh, Project Bluebeam. So this is after two attempts by Star Trek. Well, one attempt and then one actual release. Yeah. From the second attempt. So it's already there in Star Trek. The story's already been told. Yeah. Uh, there was a thing about how his children were taken away from him by the government. Right. Well, he's... Ch- oh, yeah, yeah. I heard this here, what, eh? On TikTok. Yeah, now, apparently the reason his children were taken away from him had to do with the fact that he was trying to homeschool these children, right. but he wasn't giving them the correct education. Mm. So his children were taken away from him so that they could be put into school and educated properly. And brainwashed by the government. Right? As all of us usually are. And then there was his arrest, which was mentioned a few episodes ago. Uh, he was arrested in 1996, and then... Is this the same guy who died, like, a year later or something? No, a day later. A day later, right. But at the time, in, in the previous episodes, I said within 48 hours, because mm-hmm. I couldn't remember, it was actually the day after. Right. Uh, he dies of a heart attack. and Sorry. But I said, I didn't know what the reasons were that he was arrested. Well, it turns out, you know, I was under the impression that no, the, ch- the reason for the arrest was never released. I was wrong. Mm. He was arrested because he's he was keeping his kids out of school. Right. After he'd had his right to homeschool them revoked and they were put back into mainstream into public schooling, he's like, Well, no, F you government and kept them home away from school, so they arrested him. Next day, he's dead. dead. Heart attack. Or was a heart attack? I think uh, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it was. It was. It was. Yeah, died died of a heart attack. News home in December nineteen ninety six. You know, so it doesn't really scream sort of like government conspiracy there regarding these kids. I mean, 
Yeah, but the fact that he died a day later does. That could be put down to the stress of the situation about not being allowed to decide for himself about what sort of education these kids are getting, you know, as they that that's Or it could also be the government killing them. Even the way I'm describing it could be could be seen as the government killing them. I mean, we'll never because because the government are the ones who caused the stress that could have been, exactly. been the reason for the heart attack. You know, they could have blew his head off and said it was a heart attack. If no one sees the body, this is true. This is true. Um, I don't believe anything them say. But yeah, so the the whole thing, so it was already done in Star Trek. So there we go. It, it, the guy had to have been delusional. He's taken that and made it reality for, for himself. But Star Trek isn't the only place where it's appeared in literature. Uh-huh. Now, do you remember me telling you about um, the group of books called Left Behind? Yes. Okay. So, obviously, there's, there's ha- Left Behind is a series of books dealing with the rapture. And I don't mean... A fake rapture in the chemtrails and the skies. I mean, the actual rapture. And it's all a work of fiction. It's a series of books. It's had a number of movies. The first movie had a remake with Nicolas Cage in it. Not as good as the original. Better production quality, but the story wasn't as strong. And it's even had a... Excuse me. It's even had a few games. A few game, oh, yeah. game adaptations as well. Um... I'm trying to find what year that book came out because I think it was 1995 when the book came well, out. Well, Left Behind would be like because when you like when you're raptured, you're taken up to heaven, aren't you? Yeah. So the faithful in the rapture, the faithful, or well, remember how last week when we were talking about Enoch. Yeah. The, the book of Enoch. About how Enoch was... What, God didn't like kill Enoch and take his spirit up. He just removed him from Earth. Mm. Well, that's what the rapture is. Enoch is the first person to have been raptured. Right. The second coming is the rest of the faithful being raptured. Yeah, yeah. And left behind is about those who didn't get taken up to heaven. Those who are left behind because... Left for the Antichrist. Left for the Antichrist. For Judgment Day. Because that's what the rapture is. It's about judgment day. Those who are truly faithful, okay, you're straight up to heaven. Yeah. Those who aren't, this is now your wake up call. This is your chance. You can either accept God in all His glory, and then ha- and then be belatedly raptured yourself, or you can continue to reject the teachings and face judgment. Mm-hmm. Which is where they where it would be like all hell on earth, yeah, and the seven year thing, isn't it? There, I'm not sure about how many years, but yeah, well, yeah. So the book was released in 1995, which was a year after Serge came out with his book about Project Bluebeam. Now, whereas Project Blue Beam is all about it being fake, Left Behind is about is a fictional piece of work about the real rapture. Now, even though the Project Blue Beam book came out a year before the first Left Behind novel, 
obviously the word would have been out there like in, with um yeah but i mean that's behind just basically a film about revelations yeah blue beams like a not a, a film or whatever about the government faking it really isn't it yeah it's, it's just like the closeness of it you know well it will be but it, it's uh, like you know they're like the less than a year apart in being published and, and you know when you see it's like a blockbuster movie come out and that same year there's like a B movie version yeah. of it comes out or multiple B movie versions of it come out you know or, or there's the joke you know yeah you have deep impact which is the realistic version of a comet strike in the earth and then you've got Armageddon which was the Bruce Willis version yeah <laughs> you know yeah, it, <laughs> but neither of them were B movies they, they were both really good you know, you can either have the Eli- the realistic Elijah Wood version or the Hollywood Bruce Willis version. Oh, and uh, it is quite sad what's happened with Bruce Willis. Oh, I know. Uh, I can never remember the name of the condition, but uh, it, 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 it really is a shame what's happened. Yeah, we'll get old and bad and it's a I shame. I know, but losing the ability to be able to like communicate so you wouldn't be able to see his lines anymore. But, anyway, that, that's potentially going to rabbit hole us. An actual fact, talk about rabbit holing or going off topic. Ow. Since, you know, I've already mentioned about, um, since I've already taken us back to last week regarding the Book of Enoch. I listened back to last week's episode and we made a... Uh, and I know we did. We yeah. goofed. I accidentally said the name Moses instead of Noah. And yeah. we went off in the completely wrong direction. From me saying the wrong name. Yeah, don't take this as fact, right? <laughs> well, we're human, you know. But, but where I was going with it last week is that how could Enoch write about Noah when Enoch was raptured before Noah was even I, born? I don't know. I don't really know much about the Book of Enoch. Um, Other than there's three versions of it. I, which I didn't know until you mentioned it last and week. And they're not really part of the Bible. But they are, but they've been taken out by the powers that be. But yeah, so given that we now know why he was arrested, okay, the, the, the heart attack the following day, given that he had himself said that the government were after him, you know, yes, that looks suspicious. That does still look suspicious. But we now know it was the whole thing, like the reason his kids were taken off him and the reason he was arrested was because of his kids being homeschooled when he wasn't teaching them, you know, the, the state-issued curriculum. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. And then keeping them home from school, not allowing them to attend school, which is why he was arrested the day before his heart attack. You know, so... we Now we know what the issue was there surrounding his kids... You know, as I said, the, the story that he came out with for Project Bluebeam matches what Gene Roddenberry wrote for uh, the God thing and what mm. was told in The Devil's Jew in The Next Generation. The story for those two is pretty much spot on with how with what Serge said for Project Bluebeam. 
Oh. And then on top of that, at the same time, we've got uh, Left Behind being written at the same time that he's wrote Project Blue Beam. I, I genuinely believe that the guy was just delusional. Uh, that he must have had a lot of mental health problems and that he's seen uh, the devil's Jew. He's read up about the, the, the God thing. You know, maybe even heard, probably not, but maybe did hear about Left Behind being written. And you know, you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe to maybe, sum up, maybe he was just like tripping on a load of coke or speed or something. I would say, and, and thought it was all real. You but, don't believe it. I do, but I think everyone should read Revelations. Yeah, at the end of the day, now, like, like Lars just saying, you know, he believes Project Bluebeam is real. I don't. I think that I think that the guy was delusional, and that there is. A genuine explanation for most of the events that went on the heart attack that is suspicious the timing of it I mean that, that that's one thing I, I can't really explain except for maybe that it was just elevated stress that's levels. how easy it is to fool people yeah but at the end of the day listeners it's up to you to decide yeah which way you believe sounds more true but if you want to be cool you could agree with me just to piss you off well no not really because I mean things like you know conspiracy theories I want to believe but I don't want to believe blindly but that's what you're doing when you believe the narrative like like you're saying there that oh well he was well, that's what, that's he was homeschooling his kids and stuff and yeah he might have had a heart attack I mean the only thing that's made you believe that is that, that them have told you that Whereas I hear that and go, bullshit, prove it. Do you know what well, I mean? Well, then I could say the same to you, prove it wrong. Well, that's it. We don't know. You've got to have an open mind and make your own decisions. You know? Yeah. Don't believe what the what the mainstream tell you. Because as far as we know, it could be all lies. You know? Take it over, take it over a grain of salt kind of thing. And what if both versions of And what if both... Sides of the coin are a lie. Well, there's big, really bigger problems, isn't there? You know, what if everything that I, everything my research has turned up is proven to be a lie, yet at the same time, it is proven to be a lie that the government was behind it all about his death. You know, and and, and there really isn't a Project Blue Beam. So what the hell went on then? Well, we'll never know. No, we'll never know. He believes blindly. I do my research before I accept. I just something. don't trust the government. Oh, neither do I. Like, as if they're going to just suddenly tell you the truth. Even though they've lied for God knows how long about everything and they've been caught out so many times and people just forget and say, well, the government wouldn't do that. Of course the government care about me. The government don't give a fuck about you. That's because people just the majority of people don't want to make the decisions for themselves. Well, right? that's it. I... And, that, and that's where, that's how people, the, the general public have be, come to be known as sheep. Sheep, yeah, yeah. You know? 
they, they elect people to be their shepherd. It's their all about responsibility. It's like, well, if I believe the government and I'm wrong, that's the government's fault, not mine. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, just it's not think about it. Have your own, your own thing about it, you know? Yeah. But anyways. So there we go. Word of the week. Okay, well, before we go to word of the week, let's see if I can make you laugh. Owen. How is a duck by drugs? Uh, something to a quack, Charlie. Yeah. You got any quack? You got quack. What do you call a dog that does magic? A labracadabrador. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. Okay then. Word of the week. So my word of the week is... Haboob. And yes, I picked that word for the reason you're thinking. But haboob... Is a thick dust storm or sandstorm that blows in the deserts of North Africa and Arabia or on the plains of India. Not what I would call it, but fair enough. Well, you know, English isn't the primary language in that region, so. No, just when I see one of them, I wouldn't be like, ah, it's a haboob. No, you would think. You'd be like, whoa, what the fuck's that? Or, That's what I would have called it. Or I, or I would have looked and went, ah, sandstorm, shit. Aye. <laughs> you know, I would be like, ah, it's a sandstorm, shit, what's the actual word for it? Yeah, it's a haboob. You're in the wrong area. This is China. Why are you talking with that accent? Shut up, you're racist. <laughs> for anyone who saw, tries to call me off for being a racist or doing that accent, uh, I am actually 19%, uh, 19% of my DNA is from India and the Bengal region. Just go 20%. It's more believable. I say twenty percent would be a bit too rounded of a figure. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, it, it, no, it's nineteen percent. Well, seventeen percent from um, mixed between North and South India, and two percent from the Bengal region. Uh, and for anyone who's interested, how I know that I got a DNA test kit done with Ancestry. He's not his own dad. No, I am not my own dad. Thankfully. Should I hear my word of the week? Go on then, I'll let you. Ham. You can eat that. I should have seen that coming. Mm -hmm. I really should have. Right. Anything else? Um. I don't know, Joe, we're not fucking out now, don't we? What? Typical. Typical. Is even all no, of me? No, 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 no. I type everything up. You're supposed to be typing into this as well. You know, you're meant to type into this as well. No, you write it all down privately oh, uh-huh, in that uh-huh. notebook. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, well, I type in that document. You your kids up. Podcast.